0: All right, and we are live on the Just Joking Podcast. I am one half of the podcast, King. And I'm Joe. Hey, man. Uh, first of all, it's good to see you, brother. It's been a pretty good little minute since me and you last time touched base. We saw each other in public when we went out with a mutual friend of ours to go catch this uh, spot called Mission Barbecue, which has some bomb-ass barbecue. Yes. You, yes. Hey, if people have an opportunity to go and catch one, uh, not only is the food good, but the mission or the service behind the food as well, to me, it's like second to none. Almost rival Chick-fil-A as far as the excellence of the service, Ooh. but goes a step up in that it, uh, you know, has a mission that's dear and near to my heart uh, and that is, you know, just showing the respect and giving back to not only the men and women of service, but the firefighters and police officers as well. So just want to take, give a shout out to good old mission barbecue.
1: Yeah, they're good food, man. I'm so glad they opened one up in our neighborhood. So, So awesome.
0: Absolutely. Hey, speaking of barbecue, we just recently went through the 4th of uh, July. What we mm-hmm. celebrate is our nation's Independence Day. Uh, how was that for y'all?
1: It was pretty good. Um, we went downtown. We watched some fireworks with the kids. Uh, it was really nice. Lots of people on blankets in the fields. Like the, We had like this uh, area. They had this big event at the fairgrounds downtown. So we just got a blanket and we just sat around on some of the hills and Fireworks were awesome. The kids loved them. That's all that matters.
0: Hey, exactly, man. Exactly. And it was uh, over a weekend Mm -hmm. where I was at. I'm in Kansas right now, staying with some really good friends of ours. They were gracious enough to host me and my daughter for the week. And we had a fireworks show at their place. And uh, let me tell you, it was a blast, man. We had a couple of people over um the neighbors were also popping off some stuff too and they stayed a nice little cul-de-sac area so you know it there were we didn't have to go too far to have our own fireworks show as well as there were people blasting them everywhere around so it was nice to kind of see that uh unity if you will from mm-hmm. people around as we were going out throughout the day there were a lot of you know everybody just seemed to be in a good mood i didn't see any grumpy old karens walking around with you know mean mugs on their face so yeah that was yeah, good, that's good. That was good for me man that was definitely good for me uh let's do a quick little check-in since we haven't done one on on our show in a while um how you doing mentally man uh How's everything been since the last time me and you uh, talked or linked up in person?
1: Um, I'm doing pretty good. Um, been a little like uh, dealing with a little bit of anxiety. Mm-hmm. A little, little bit of stress here and there. I mean, normal stress, so it's nothing crazy. But I've noticed anxiety getting the best of me. Um, we were supposed to do – it's funny, actually, because we're going back to 4th of July. We were supposed to go to a reenactment at Gettysburg, and I was really hyped for it. I was really looking forward to it, to watch this reenactment with my family. And the morning of, I just – I started having this killer anxiety, And I just couldn't, I just couldn't bring myself to go. I spent most of the day in bed just trying to get over the fact that I ruined the day or I felt like I ruined the day for my family. Um, And so my wife like kind of redirected my thoughts and... Uh, got some barbecue like some some like uh, some like hamburgers with like different seasonings and um, and just said hey let's grill and so we grilled and then uh, after that she was like take the girls out to go watch the fireworks and so that's what we did so we kind of made up for the bad morning that I had like the early part of the day that I had with the anxiety and everything but uh, yeah it actually canceled half my day it was crazy uh, talk about that. A little bit more um
0: what because you said that you feel like it ruined everybody else's day i mean your family and everybody real supportive of Mm -hmm. you and you know with having you know plans change do how do i ask this question do you believe that that uh like not the anxiety but the part where you, you feel like it like they were let down do you think that that was more on your end uh, yeah, versus them you know feeling let yeah. down
1: Got yeah you. it was more of a how i felt about it because mm-hmm. because my wife even said is now you're gonna mope you're gonna feel bad because you think you've ruined the day or whatever she literally narrated exactly how i was feeling internally she knows me well enough to know that that i was doing it to myself and in the moment, I'm like, I'm just like, uh, you know, I'm like, but I put my sweater on, had my hood on, laid in bed and just could, like, couldn't function like just for like a few, like half the day. And if she didn't like redirect my thoughts, I probably would have stayed there for the whole day, if not for two You know, it just so happens it was a day off. So it just worked out that I wasn't like trying it wasn't I wasn't missing a day of work or anything like that. But yeah, the anxiety got the best of me. And then the anxiety turned to like a minor kind of depression almost. Mm, So, Okay.
0: you know, I'll tell you what, man. I've been fortunate enough to talk with a lot of people over the last couple of weeks and a common thread for most of the people that I know personally when they're dealing with anxiety is having a good support system immediately around them that can either, uh, help them navigate what it is that they're, you know, going through without, uh, And I I don't know how to properly say this, so this is me talking without that feeling of the extra weight of other things that can make that anxiety or the depression Mm -hmm. or whatever it is that you're feeling and going through worse, because not only are you dealing with, you know, what you're going through, but the regular, you know, pressures of just life. You know what I'm saying? And things like that.
1: So consider your normal everyday thing a balancing act right anxiety is that feeling like you're about to fall over but you're Mm. not it's like somebody's tipping that balance and you feel like like you're gonna fall Mm -hmm. that's what anxiety feels like you know what i mean that's what anxiety represents it represents that feeling that you're you could fall you're gonna fall or i mean you could fall not you're gonna fall but in your head it's i'm gonna fall yeah you know what I mean? But it's, it's, you have to be reminded that you could fall. It's not that you're going to, it's you could, if you let yourself Mm -hmm. and we don't always have the keys to that car. That's why a support system helps because it's like, hold on, look, 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 I got you. I got you. You're not going to fall. Okay. And that's when that feeling of ease comes over and the anxiety is lessened. It doesn't necessarily go away, but it's lessened. Without that support structure, that anxiety is just going to fucking launch you. And you're just going to flip back and you're going to fall. You're going to feel all of it. That's what we do to ourselves. Like Mm -hmm. without any support, we can just ah, just, just completely fall back. Um, But yeah, support system really – It takes the edge off it reminds you that it's not just about you because so much of this mental health stuff can be self-centered it's not we're we're not doing that on purpose it's just we can't see past our own nonsense at the moment you know what i mean so it does become a self-centered thing and when you're reminded that it's not all it's not just all in your head too because it's a lot of the things you're feeling all this energy from around you you know what i mean so it's good to have that support system they they pull you out of your head and out of being stuck in this thing you know
0: good yeah good deal man well hey i'm I'm glad that you brought it up i'm glad that you you know talked about it i was telling somebody earlier today that i had met with that you know having like regular check-ins with people to to me it matters you know what i'm saying and it's not just paying lip service like when i when i ask people randomly at stores how you doing yeah if they want to sit there and talk for 20 minutes i will gladly listen to them but that's just me you know what i'm saying and that's Uh, awesome (laughs) that's awesome man How, how have you been oh man it's been uh a really interesting last couple of weeks really just personally um Just trying to have good time management skills to make everything that I've got planned work out. Haven't necessarily had any real downs or uh, 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 dips in things lately it's been a really good last two weeks this past week in particular um on vacation i am on vacation with my daughter i am in the central part of the u.s in kansas right now Mm -hmm. and very fortunate enough to be uh hanging out with some really good friends that i've known since we got to kansas so 2010 ish Uh, They were gracious enough to host us in their house and allow me to use their equipment so that we can get the recording and everything that we have done. I'm actually bringing the guy on uh, after here. This is a shameless plug. I'm going to do chats with dads on my YouTube channel, the actual Kingsmith and my personal Facebook page at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, But but the guy's going to be. He's a brand new dad. His uh, kids only three months old. And they were basically really good uh, friends and family to us and to our daughter. And uh, I asked him if he would be willing to come on and chat. So he is. So, I mean, Hey man, I can't, you know, things are going good. I don't really have anything that um, has been stressing me out, you know, or anything like that. So, you know, knock on wood, which is right in front of me, actually. This is dope. Uh, <laughs> knock on wood, man. Everything's been good. Things been pretty good. I've been able to manage things good. pretty, pretty normal. That's good, man. That's yeah. Good. All right. Well, hey, man. Let's get into what we're gonna talk about today. So, have you been keeping up with the news about the Olympics and Miss Shakari or Shakari Richardson? Oh yeah. Yep. Uh. <laughs> so. For the people that may not know or they made out of her Shakari Richardson is a US runner sprinter um she qualified for the Tokyo Olympics and uh just recently got disqualified as they do different testing for substances and things like that and what she came out with after the fact was she talked about her suspension personally and that it was marijuana, which in the States is legal. All right. But in regards to Olympic international competition, it's on a list of prohibited substances during competition, all right? Now, excuse me, there were people uh, in an uproar, like the general US public, if you will, because of her story, right? not only is she fast, but she's different. She's not the standard person that shows up on the track. She's got the colorful hair, the long nails, you know, very, she definitely stands out. So when you, you know, uh, uh, take a look at who she is as a person and look at her accomplishments. She had a lot of people rooting for, and then you hear the news of her being banned. And when she, talked about and brought up the reason why she didn't make any excuses for herself, but the general public is in an uproar. Mm -hmm. She came out and admitted, look, I was flat out wrong. Her reasoning and what she said was she recently found out about the death of her biological mother. She didn't get too far into it, but it sounded like her and her biological mom didn't really have a good relationship, but hearing about the death of her mom from a reporter of all people, you know, cause her to, you know, kind of spiral or whatnot. And when she was dealing with that, she had some marijuana and it was within that time period that was prohibited for her. So she's serving a one month suspension for it. Now I just said a mouthful. Is -hmm. that kind of tracking what you had heard about the story? Do you have anything? Okay.
1: Oh yeah. 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 I've been following it too. And I've been looking at the dialogue uh online and through social media like twitter facebook all those spheres and yeah man the the my opinion aside people are really really upset and for good reason i mean i i think in 2021 most of us feel like if you bring up weed it's like bringing up alcohol it's like lots of, pretty much everybody does it. It's almost legal everywhere. It's one of those things where we're, it's only a matter of time before it's legal in every state. And, you know, uh, so it's one of those things where it's almost a non-starter. Like it's just, it's such a, a low thing to, to, to pop hot for um so i've been i've been curious how people feel it's been it's been interesting to see um first few days a lot of anger a lot of this is bullshit a lot of agendizing the whole thing you know oh, it's because of this it's because of that um and then lately it's calmed down it's a little bit more a little less passion a little more logic Mm -hmm. and i'm and i'm seeing people say you know She's got to take responsibility. You know, everybody knows this is a rule kind of thing. So it's been interesting to see it evolve. Yes. To go, to go from that knee-jerk reaction, "All oh, this is bullshit, it's racist, you know, lots of different things. And then to see it go from that to, you know, oh, well, let's be honest. You know, let's think, let's, you know, take how we feel out of it because everybody's going to feel some kind of way. Mm -hmm. yeah i'm upset i was looking forward to her winning i remember a few days before this thing watching um some videos on youtube about her her uh qualifier yes and then like i was like who is this person i was like because they started to compare her to i think jackie jackie Mm -hmm. Joyner kersey and i was just like we haven't had a really big name in women's running that i've known like somebody because i mean like since jackie Joyner, nobody's really been somebody that somebody's really been talking about or i'm just not in that you know what i mean like if it's not something that's being announced on the news as this big name that's coming up in the running sphere and they're gonna make waves and win the olympics so if that's not happening because I'm not a runner or in that community, I don't hear about it. So to hear somebody's name like Jackie, I was like, oh, okay, so Shakari's going to be the next Jackie Joyner Kirsey, or or better, you know, hopefully, you know, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Let me let me look a little bit more about her, and I was just like, okay, I like her style first off because I think that you look at business and everybody's always suit and tie and all kitted up and they have to look a certain kind of way. And then you got these unique business people who are like, well, I'm going to change it up. I got my tattoos. I got little, but I'm still dressed professionally. I'm still doing what I got to do. I like that, that, that identity to something like uniformity. She's still adhering to the uniformity of the Olympics, but she had her own personal identity, which I thought was really cool. And honestly, I would love to see some shit like that standing on the pedestal at the Tokyo Olympics. I would have loved to have seen her representing a unique aspect of American culture on the global stage. That yes. would have been really cool to see. So I'm one of those people who is super just like really disappointed hmm you know what i mean i i i like the top three i thought they were i i they looked strong they had great stats they were gonna be hope they were hopefuls to win because i think shikari like broke the record mm-hmm. so i was like damn like you're taking our star runner and you're just like oh you got it but now, I mean, oh sorry go ahead. ahead
0: no no go ahead go ahead no there was a lot that you said in there, man. And, and every time you spoke more, it made me think about more. Like for example, track and field is not something that I follow or watch often. I don't know like the athletes that are competing yeah. and, and there's a new crop, you know, every circuit or every four yeah, years or every not, few years, yeah. when you look at the like Olympic stage, the part that's really disappointing. Like the only name that I could tell you from men's and women's, cause I don't follow it that are current is her because of how she kind of came into the public spotlight, yeah. you know, over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And, you know, I was rooting for. Her. I was rooting for her because her story um and her background, yeah. is like this is the you know, American person, if you will. The yes. average, the she average is, American yeah, person. So
1: she represents the 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 average public. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, well above average performance wise. Correct. Yes, correct. But from her personal life, she's an American. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I mean, who better to represent us than an average American? Mm-hmm. I mean, to more importantly, a, a a a strong woman role model for the young girls of our of our country. Ooh, you know what nice. I mean.
0: Let's touch on that a bit because that was one of the, the things that I was going to bring up. Part of what she talked about was feeling the weight of mm. that, you yes. know what I'm saying? As a yes. 21-year-old, yes. having people like look up to her and you know, um, um, uh, you know, wanting her to kind of, you know, hey, you're representative of the United Freaking States on a national stage. Global stage. Uh-huh. Global, yeah, global stage, that's, man. That's heavyweight, dude. That is that's heavy, heavy. at her age, too. Mm-hmm. And unless you have, um, hey, how do I say this? A proper background or a proper team to really help you as you're swimming through that lane, that can yeah. be daunting, man. That can I, absolutely be daunting.
1: I can imagine that would break. So you got to understand, too, like this person, like, I can't speak for her perfectly but most of her life has probably just focused on running and being a good athlete you don't think about being the the next face of america for 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 running like usain bolt he became the biggest name in running for a decade you know what i mean like how much weight must that have been uh-huh. did he have the support to do it? Like, how, I mean, obviously he, ha- he maintained it for a prolonged period of time. And my God, I, I pray that, you know, 20 years down the road, we don't hear of some corruption scandal for him. Cause he's been such a strong name and a clean name for, for so long. But, but that's the potential she has even still like, don't get me wrong. Like this shit is a blip. 20 bucks says next Olympics. She comes back. She crushes it. I, She's young enough to do it. You know what I mean?
0: Ooh, hey, hey man, uh, and this, you sound this like is, you're on a road, but that's something that I
1: do wanna come back to. Okay, Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, this isn't something that's career ending. I mean, Phelps had a weed issue too, and Phelps went back and came back, you know what I mean, and, and crushed it again. And that's a comparison that a lot of people did online, mm-hmm. that Phelps had popped hot and he still competed but it was a very different scenario. He wasn't in competition when it happened, so it's not the same. Um, and I think he got in trouble for longer. And oh, I don't...
0: My, my understanding, cause when people went to try to compare the Phelps situation, I said, okay, let me do a cursory yeah. search myself yeah. to see, you know, if that comparison is logical. And I ended on it being illogical. Because what happened in Phelps' situation was after competition, it was a picture of him smoking a bong. Didn't necessarily. Not the same thing. You know, he didn't get tested for it and it came up. You know, uh, he, he could claim, who was it, George Bush or, or was it Clinton? I smoked, but I didn't in the oh. hill. <laughs> oh so when people try to make that comparison i got i ain't gonna say angry but i got mad a little bit because
1: i'm like "Eh, let's walk this back a bit yeah not quite the same situation if if it was an american institution that did it i could understand why people might have made that assertion Mm -hmm. that that it there you know it's not fair it's not the same but this is a global stage this is not america with america's history this is the global stage and everybody has to be exactly on the same starting level playing field so there's fairness across the board so it's it's not the same thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but that being said it's just a month it's not going to bar her from future competition so like i said i think she's going to come back in the next olympics and she is going to absolutely crush it i hope she just get stronger in the next four years. Cause I mean, she's 21 years old. She, I don't know how long runners last, but like I said, Usain Bolt, I think he did two Olympics where he was like, you know, crushing records and whatnot. Um, so I think, I think there's potential that we could sh- still see Shikari represent us on the global stage. And I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, same
0: here. I hope, I hope yeah that she has a good management or team or advisors that can create a plan Yeah, that can uh help her uh not lose this opportunity because here's the thing in even at my most athletic i would i never ran as fast as she did it you know so uh, it, it would be amazing to me to to king to this guy if she understands that she is in a position to have an opportunity that not a lot of people uh on earth or representative of their country is going to have and there's going to be another crop right behind her chomping at the bit Mm -hmm. to 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 have the chance to qualify Mm -hmm. and run on the uh, olympic stage so uh, that there is a millionth trillionth billions of a chance that her or her team is gonna watch this. But if I would have one message to be able to say to her, you know, as a guy that's older, as somebody that has had opportunities and didn't necessarily make the best of those opportunities, Miss Richardson, take advantage of every opportunity that you can, if that's what your passion is and really lean into it and do it. Cause you have a small window uh, as your body get older, Mm You know, you don't see 50, 40 year old, 30 year old, you know, record breakers that, you know, there are those that do, you know, come and make things work. But, uh, use this window of opportunity that you have and yeah. really, you know, take it, uh, t- take advantage of it because that time's going to go by really fast. And there's another crop of people right behind you training, chomping at the bit just to have their opportunity as well. Yeah. So, yeah that that would be my message to her um the part that's baffling me are the people that are supportive of saying that she should not have gotten suspended and that she should have qualified today right before we kind of went live i found out she had an opportunity to compete in the women's relay team Mm-hmm. um but the relay team came out and made a statement today her name wasn't on it and I can't bring it up on the screen so I'm just gonna read it real quick okay uh, they came out and said all USA TF which I don't know what the TF stands for track and field okay all yeah. USA track and field athletes are equally aware and must adhere to the current anti-doping code and our credibility as the national governing body would be lost if certain rules were only enforced under certain circumstances. So while our heartfelt understanding lies with Shikari, we must also maintain fairness for all of the athletes who attempted to realize their dreams by securing a place on the US Olympic track and field team. Yeah. So that was their statement. And I mean, man, to me, that is a fair, clear concise message for their team and the people that kind of govern and you know have to choose who's going to uh represent the us you know track and field like that and i don't think you could have said that any better in my opinion
1: Yeah. yeah it's a by the numbers response um It's how anybody should respond to something like this when they're representing an official body. Um, Do we have to like it? No, absolutely not. We can all be mad about this. And I honestly think that's a good sign. It's a good sign because it means that you care that, that this person, you wanna see them perform, you wanna see them win, you wanna see them represent our country that's okay to be upset at this situation but this is ultimately a situation you can't win Mm -hmm. and and you know and for good reason um last olympics when we heard about the russian team being kicked out we were just like can't dope you can't do shit like that you know sucks to be you um we have to have that same assertion here like or the same uh feeling here it's like we don't have to be that way about it because you know we, we feel that way because it's a team that we don't want to see win this this <laughs> is a, a woman we want to see win so it's not like we can feel we we should feel that same way but ultimately it's the same conclusion it's it's she she bob taught when i was in the military if i did something like that i knew the rules It doesn't matter how I felt for 12 years of my life. It didn't matter how I felt. I could not do those things without facing repercussions. Mm -hmm. If I did those things and I got in trouble, there would be absolutely no recourse. And nobody in the country would come and say, hey, no, not him, no, that's not fair. At least she has those people in this country who despite what happened, have that feeling for her, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So she has that, that public support that I think will keep her career alive.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. And,
1: and and I and like you were saying before, I'm not really in a position to send a shout out to Ms. Shikari, but it's one of those things where I'm like, she has the potential to continue to push forward beyond this, even with the USATF uh, telling her she can't be on the relay. Her career is not over. Like, this is a hiccup. I mean, honestly, it's, it's a tiny little in her entire career. And I hope, I hope we get to see her compete globally next time. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I honestly feel like if not for this, this was her moment. You know what I mean? Like oh it's one of those things where i hope it doesn't haunt her for the rest of her life i hope next time she comes back and crushes this and, set, and sets records and and is like you know what yeah i fucked up four years ago but you know what i'm here i got gold i broke records you know what i mean i represented america and i don't care how she represents america she's america you know what i mean she's part of us you know so when people feel the way they feel they have to remember she's one of us, any one of us could have done this mm-hmm. and made that mistake. Like, that's the thing I hate about people. Like, they're all just like, this is bullshit. Uh, we are pious and we never fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man, we all fuck up. We all do. <laughs> but the fact that she owns that and she takes responsibility for that gives my res- my respect jumped a 1000%. Not that it matters. But Seeing a person take responsibility, recognizing that they made a mistake and owning it rather than crying foul, you know what I mean? Like I, I like her even more now. She's a badass and she's human. Shocker there, she's human, you know what I mean? And she took responsibility for her shit. She's a, she's a soldier, you know what I mean? She She did the right thing. She's gonna take that UCMJs, that slap on the wrist for for fucking up, and she's gonna put her boots back on and keep running. You gotta respect that.
0: Yes, man. Uh I had a Twitter beef. It was my first yeah. Twitter beef ever since I've been on Twitter. And it was somebody who and, 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 and this is so funny to me. When people agree with you, right? Mm-hmm. They will rock with you because like you're on the same team as them, yeah. you're on the same side. And this person uh I don't know friended, uh followed or whatever and 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 had liked several other things that I had posted in the past well when this news came out and there were several uh famous athletes that were talking about their displeasure for the news when it broke out about her I was asking questions hoping that those same professional athletes would comment because I would ask like there was one guy uh Damon Litter he's a a professional basketball player plays at the highest level in the NBA and he wrote this is BS so I wanted to ask a logical question how is it BS right mm. and and this person I guess because they follow me saw the comment that I had wrote and was like how can you Stan uh, Stan which I, I I mean I had heard of people use stand but it, the, the, the way it was was kind of funny to me, was uh, how can you be a stand on this side and agree with that decision? And I tried to have a back and forth with her, very respectful back and forth. And she said what was like about a three sentence blast out. And I was driving at the time, so I couldn't really read what she wrote, but I was like, all right, when I'm not driving, I'm gonna get back to this. And when I tried to go look for what she wrote, it wasn't there. But they try try to find a profile, couldn't find it. She decided to say her piece and then block me, you know, and that made me laugh because my all of my social media is public. I don't have it private. You know, I'm not a well-known dude. But at the same time, if we're at a bar or whatnot, like I said, you want to come up to me and strike up and have a conversation. I'll chat with you in a respectful manner in a way that. I feel and think that respect should be given to somebody kind of by default. You know, so so if you were to I can disagree with you and tell you why without insulting you, I could I could I do that? Could I insult? Absolutely. To me, there's no energy or no reason for doing that. I'm not I'm not trying to get you to change your mind whatsoever. But if we're going to have a discussion or a conversation, then we should be able to state our disagreements, state our reasons why. And yeah. at the end of the day, if we don't agree, that's fine. But we still should be able to shake hands and walk away mutual. But bro, people can't do that. I don't people think you know how that.
1: Twitter works. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, maybe I'm naive, man. And it, is, what that's
1: it not, is. That's not what Twitter is. Twitter's not a conversation machine. <laughs> Twitter is a, I give you my opinion. You accept it as it is and that's it. And if you don't like it, I block you.
0: Yes. Yes. I am <laughs> learned it that way. So that was my first blocking since I've been on Twitter for about four years now.
1: Yeah. And they have to like 100% of your opinions. Cause if they don't, they don't like one, you are a bad man and mm-hmm. blocked. <laughs> bad man block. Bad, yeah. man <laughs> bad man blocked bad man ban that's the thing like it's social media in general has done that to conversation because it's like you cannot have conversation on social media it, it, unless you're doing this verbally yeah. and, and honestly i feel like if you're not doing it in person it's even less because none of that respect none of that general decency you do towards somebody when you're in direct contact with them exists virtually. Uh, unless you have a personal connection to those people, which is like why you do like virtual with like your work, it works out just fine. Because you have a relationship with them and it's professional. And there's protection because you're guided by the rules and principles of your organization. But when you do these kind of things, and it's a uh, my opinion has to win this this whole thing. Like it's, it, I'm coming into this with the, I got to win scenario. Like they're, or they're coming into it thinking you're immediately going to just shit on them. So they're going to shit on you first and harder. Mm. So you can't shit out shit them. <laughs> and it becomes, it becomes just like a bunch of monkeys throwing feces at each other. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it devolves so quickly. Yes. And and I, I hate it because I know this is not us. This isn't us. This isn't this isn't America. America is so much better than that. Absolutely. But online, everybody is garbage. Mm. Everybody? I mean, pretty much. Everybody's pretending to be something either more than they are, deeper than they actually are. Or they're just trying to make money off of you mm. so i mean everybody is deep but it loses its meaning when you share it with the world mm. sure the person receiving it is like oh that's deep but it's not deep because it's pr- it's public okay it's deep because it's private something deep and meaningful should be shared with one person yeah if it inspires others yeah you're going to want to share it with others but it loses so much of its meaning outside of that personal private enclosure Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like a flower in a in a cup you know what i mean like it's beautiful but when you open it up it loses all of that mystique you know Hmm. like and and that's not necessarily 100 true okay like it's i'm by far nobody in the world i'm i'm a i'm a speck and that's okay i recognize my place in the world but i recognize social media for what it is it takes so much of the humanity out of being human yeah you know and and it makes us all just like a bunch of monkeys throwing feces at each other and That sucks, man, because social media can be used so well. But the one thing, and honestly, I feel like it's mostly America. I don't know that the rest of the world really uses social media as poorly as we do. We take anything and go overboard. Freedom of speech, overboard. Freedom of religion, overboard. (laughs) Freedom to gather overboard you know what i mean like anything anything you allow americans to do we overdo it's just what america does
0: i agree with that
1: it's just what america does like that is our national pastime to just abuse every god-given right (laughs) you know what (laughs) i mean like we are going to push the envelope that is what we do And so I think we've really set a bad precedent for social. Like, Hmm. we've really just abused it and then are like, well, why am I getting banned from this platform? Because you're a fucking dick, man. Stop. (laughs) Sure, you can say whatever you want all the time, every time, but eventually somebody's going to say, I mean, we have this freedom to do it. And we don't want to take it away from people. But these fucking people don't stop. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? And there's people on the other side of the fucking thing managing everything like I, I mean, ten years is ten years long enough that we can just like shut them down, pause them, you know, mute them, block them, something. And it's only a matter of time before our freedom of, of speech gets renegotiated.
0: Ooh, you think so?
1: Oh, absolutely. I think it's only a matter of time before they start defining what your left and right limits of free speech is. Oh, I, man, I don't want to be around for that day. And I think social media is going to be the catalyst. I do I, not I,
0: want to be around for that that moment in history. Uh, uh, I mean, at
1: some point, at some point digital our digital um, growth has exploded in the last 20 years, less than that, it's just exploded. We've evolved so much glo- digitally um, that we've biologically not been able to catch up. Like we're causing we're causing issues for ourselves because mm-hmm. we're trying to mentally sustain, you know, 42 hours a week in front of a computer, getting all this fucking bombardment. And then we're doing it in a personal time where we're on the toilet, you know, on our phone, you know what I mean? Like there's going to have to be some kind of control over this growth before it expands beyond control. Cause it's already uncontrollable.
0: Yeah. Ooh, but think about, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Think about what? Think about this. I could get in trouble mm-hmm. if I said something negatively about, a political person from a different country, and I land in their country, I could get in trouble, get hemmed up in jail, or worse. You can just you can die. It. Yes, yeah. that's what I said. Or worse, I didn't. I'm glad you said it, but yeah. <laughs> See, Americans <Joe's, laughs> don't think. About that. Yes, they don't think because they're like, "Oh man, I'm from a country free speech. I can say what I want and do not talk about so and so, and then go into so and so's country or area." And see, you know, try that and see how it works out for you. See, it won't you see, end well.
1: Free speech, free speech rule number one. It's technically illegal to burn or desecrate our flag. Technically illegal. Mm-hmm. And yet people in this country do it. And I'm saying that's your God given right to do what you want. People in this country do it. If our country enforced that, people would lose their minds. mm mm-hmm. But it's a rule. Yes. You go to another country. You even look at their what? What was that Malaysia? The, mm-hmm. <coughs> that one dude in the nineties stole their flag. He got flogged. He got caned, bro. Caned. Like, talk about some old school shit. There are countries where you will outright die if you do something stupid like that. Like beyond the level of what you're allowed to do and yes. in this country we're allowed to do that and we still go beyond <laughs> i mean something's <laughs> got to give at some point it's it's i don't know man it's people dude we're americans and that's the one thing i love about us the most is we are so fucking arrogant We Mm -hmm. are beyond arrogant, but I think that's what makes us unique. And it's also what makes us, uh, technologically or, or society wise, we're the youngest country in existence and we're still light years ahead of other people because Mm -hmm. we're just so ballsy that we'll do something just because it's never been done. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like why? because america
0: because america that's why because
1: america that's why (laughs) (laughs) gotta love it man
0: yes sir hey man i tried to find a way and i could have earlier uh to go and use our word of the week from last week which was parlance and parlance is Mm -hmm. a a particular way of speaking words and where i was going to come in and talk about it as when you was uh imitating the pretentious person and using the word pious, (laughs) I was like, hey, that's a good use of parlance, I think, anyway, if I understand the definition of the word right. So we're coming up on time here. Do you have a word of the week or word of the episode for me? Okay. What you got for me?
1: Verisimilitude.
0: I graduated high school from Alabama. Verisimilitude? Verisimilitude, yes. Okay, how do you spell that? I'm not looking it up, but I'm putting it up here on the screen.
1: V-E-R-I-S-I-M-I-L-I-T-U-D-E.
0: First of all, that was way too many words to be typing out, but verisimilitude. Okay, verisimilitude is where you make a comparison of two different things where half of them are similar and the other half of them are like antonyms of each other, very similar to you.
1: No, <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> it's uh it's the appearance of being true or real.
0: The appearance of being true or will. Okay. Mm-hmm. The appearance of being true or will. And I like I said, I've noticed that you had a theme. I was trying to update and edit it, but it doesn't look like it's working for me. There's always a theme of the word of the day for the episode. So if you don't mind, share with me why you chose Verisimilar to for the word of the day.
1: So I'm always listening and reading and looking at just how things are. And we just recently lost, uh, I think his name is Richard Donner is the guy who who directed um, the original Superman yeah. and when you're talking about verisimilitude he made everybody think that a man could fly when he created Superman mm-hmm. and I mean obviously not for real but, but people believed they, they felt it had the appearance of reality you know what I mean And so he was one of the first people to do that because it was Superman. And so I I saw that and it just, the word came to me like in, I've seen people use the word too when describing what he did. Okay. So it was one of those things where he, I've seen, I saw the word used again recently, but I knew the word. But I haven't seen it used in so long that it was refreshing when I saw somebody use it to describe Richard Donner. Okay. Well, so I thought it was pretty cool, so I decided awesome. to include it this week.
0: Okay, very similar to that will be difficult for me uh, during our next episode to try to get in, but you know what? Challenge. I will make that happen. <laughs> well, hey we are going to wrap up this current episode it's not going to be as long as the previous ones we started late that was on me but we got it done while i was on vacation so that's a win in my book (laughs) yeah uh for the people that have tuned in you'll find us on our public facebook page just type in just joe king podcast we also have our youtube channel which You can watch if you type in "just joking" podcast as well. We'll come up. There is another "just joking," but don't watch him. Watch us.
1: I mean, mean, if you (laughs) want to watch him, watch him. But
0: we are on all podcasting platforms as audio as well. The audio version of this will be out the day afterwards. Those that are watching, that that are hearing this now, won't care about that. Um, As well as, I'd like to know what you guys thought about the things that we talked about in this episode do you agree with what the u.s track and field and what the olympic committee did as a whole as a whole by barring miss shikari richardson from racing uh do you agree or disagree comment down in the comments below we would love to read your thoughts and hear what you guys have to say and let us know if you've heard the word very similar to prior to today because it might have been my first time hearing the word joe Glad you came on as usual and we'll chop it up here sometime soon. All right. Peace.